Welcome to the Dream Factory. A warm, cozy, and extremely lovely place where only the most visceral nightmares and pleasure-driven musings of its residents are mercilessly extracted and sold for the pure enjoyment of others. The Dream Factory, a new novel by Mark Marcus. Now available on your Apple device, Kindle, and on Amazon.com. Go to CandleshorePublishing.com forward slash Dream Factory. Hi, this is Mark, and welcome back to Candleshore. So the other day, I was attending a picnic, and we were having a very nice time. It was a beautiful day, sitting underneath the tree on the grass. You know, it was just the way you wouldn't picture a nice picnic to be. And I was looking up, and the sky was so blue. The only objects in the sky were a couple of birds and a couple of private aircraft flying back and forth. And as I was sitting and, and just kind of gazing into the sky, I started thinking about the Middle East, and actually all the problems that I'm aware of around the world, but particularly the Middle East, the conflict between Israel and Gaza, and how each side, meaning the civilian populations of each side, have to be concerned about missiles coming across into their area or their space and trying to kill them and destroy everything they know. And I just find that hard to believe. I can't imagine a life like that. And I've got a good imagination. As I was pondering this, I remembered uh, an excerpt, or I should say, I remembered a part of the Cosmos series, uh, Cosmos a Space-Time Odyssey. As many of you may know, they did a a remake of the original Carl Sagan uh, series, which was done some 10, 20 years ago. Uh, the new edition of the show was 13 hours or 13 episodes. It was very good. And I'll tell you, I watched them all. But the one part I found to be the best was the excerpt that they took from the previous incarnation of the series, where Carl, I guess, does it a monologue or a dialogue or a soliloquy, or an essay, I don't know how you want to call it. And in it, he really does put everything into perspective about this planet. He called his essay, the, or he called the planet, the pale blue dot. And anyway, they played an excerpt from that, and that's what I'm going to play for you today. Uh, so let me set it up for you. And I'm playing this so, you know, uh, I know I do. Sometimes I tend to make my own, my problems seem so big to me. And even the, the the wars that are going on around the world and the conflicts, after you listen and internalize this commentary by Carl Sagan, I think it'll change forever the way you see everything, because it certainly has with me. That's how powerful it is. Now, let me set it up. Setting it up, I mean, I want you to give you the visual. The visual is this. When the essay or when the commentary begins, the picture a television screen or a movie screen. We see the planet uh, from the Voyager spacecraft. And by the way, this the, the image in this uh, on the on the Cosmos series was taken from that. And as the commentary proceeds, 
the spacecraft pulls or the camera angle pulls further and further away so that the Earth gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And of course, this is meant to show that in the grand scheme of things on a planetary level, the conflicts that we have here are just so, oh man, it just, it just, it just, it seems so silly, all of it. Um, so just picture that. Start off with the Earth in full view, taking up the entire field of, of view. And then again, as he goes on talking, it gets, the Earth gets, recedes into the background. So that it becomes just literally near the end of the the speech. It's just a little dot. In fact, it's so small I can't even make out where it is. It's just that's amazing. It's just an amazing piece of, of audio. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. I'm gonna go ahead and sign off and then again I'm gonna as soon as I close, uh you'll hear Carl come on and, and give the speech. Let me just close by saying this. My hopes and prayers are with all of you, especially those of you who are in war zones and places where you really have no freedom to just walk outside without being attacked. Please try to make a joyful noise, and I will see you back here soon. Take care. Bye-bye. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever was, lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering. Thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines. Every hunter and forager. Every hero and coward. Every creator and destroyer of civilization. Every king and peasant. Every young couple in love. Every mother and father. Hopeful child. Inventor and explorer. Every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there on a moat of dust suspended in a sunbeam. The earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena. Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that in glory and triumph they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of this pixel on the scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner. How frequent their misunderstandings. How eager they are to kill one another. How fervent their hatreds. Our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe are challenged by this point of pale light. Our planet is a lonely speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark. In our obscurity, in all this vastness, there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit? Yes. Settle? Not yet.
Like it or not, for the moment, the Earth is where we make our stand. It has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character-building experience. There is perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than this distant image. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known. <laughs>